0: Welcome to another episode of the Coal Region Campfire. We have another exciting interview in store today with John Seesok, a monster uh, truck champion. Um, I'm coming at this interview from from an angle, which I don't know a lot about monster truck uh, driving, Um, but John is going to answer all our questions. Um, But before we get to John, you guys know the deal with uh, our two uh, loyal sponsors, uh, Darren March, Uh, again, if you guys have any questions about your retirement, um, whatever it is, give them a call. Um, I will put the info actually on, uh, the, the podcast info page and also cackle. Uh, they don't need any intro, uh, but they're kind enough to be one of our sponsors. Uh, okay. So John, Yes, sir. thank you for taking the time. Oh, no, Um, thank
1: you. This is, this is cool. It's an honor.
0: I, so we were supposed to meet a, a couple months ago And then, you know, w- we got kind of sidetracked And then I'm watching CBS Sunday Morning On on Sunday, mm-hmm. obviously And they did a whole piece on Gravedigger yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to call John Because he was uh, he was the one driving uh, these trucks So I, I, I emailed you, like I messaged you right when I was watching it And then you got right back to me So I'm glad we were able to finally uh, link up here So, monster truck driving, you know we've all seen the commercials you know when they, sunday sunday yeah, sunday yeah, Sunday, right <laughs> it, it's such a neat career how did, how did you get involved like what what was it that you're like i'm gonna be a monster truck driver
1: um you know not to sound like you know, too, too goofy but to be honest i i never really fit in any certain niche you know like i i was smart in school but i wasn't smart to be with the academics i was a Good in sports, but I wasn't cool enough to be a jock. You know, because I, I always kind of danced to the beat of my own drum. Mm-hmm. And um, we would hang out. In, I grew up in, in fractal um, born and raised here. And uh, we would hang out in the Acme parking lot at night on a Saturday night. We out cruising and, and cruising the towns and stuff. And a lot of my friends had fast cars and, and all that stuff. And uh, I had an old truck I got off my dad. Jacked it up and everything, and uh, it all started there. You know, we would uh, get a lot more attention. A lot of girls would be like, hey, let's go for riding your big truck. You know? mm-hmm. So it was about girls in the beginning. Yeah, But <laughs> um, it's made the truck bigger and bigger. Uh, we, uh, it's funny. A friend of mine, um, he actually was on Jeopardy. Okay. he uh, a local guy, and his mom worked in the Acme when the Acme was in town. And she said, he, we went up, there was three of us, and we went and asked if we could borrow her car to go to the mall. Um, she's like, yeah, no problem. We just didn't tell her the mall was in Philly and we were going to see monster trucks at the Spectrum Um, so we actually drove through the mall parking lot in Philadelphia so we didn't really lie that we were going to the mall. I went and saw the monster trucks Bigfoot was there. I waited outside for an autograph from Bob Chandler and I wanted to build a truck and he gave me a business card and it all started
0: there. So how do you, so, okay, you, you do that, you, how do you get, like, how do you even go, do you go to promoter, I mean, how does, is there, like, a, a, you, a minor league circuit
1: of, of no, yeah. no, you kind of, you're baptism by fire, okay, <laughs> um, it, it's weird, because I, like, when I, I come from a big family, um, mom and dad worked hard to try to support the kids, it wasn't extra money laying around, mm-hmm. nothing like that, we, we worked hard for all our stuff, and, um, actually worked on a truck in my dad's driveway, and that's where we, we built it, and, uh, uh, you know, I would call people for different companies for sponsorships, and hey, I want to build a monster truck, and you know, thinking it'd be a little easier. And they're like, "Well, that's cool." You know, call us once done. Right. Like, well, if it was done. I wouldn't need. Yeah, a right. You wouldn't need to be called. Um, and, and I got it though because you know a lot of people have that idea, and once you realize how hard it was to try to see it through, mm-hmm. it, it's hard for a company to invest in, in sure. something in an unknown. Um. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and back when I first got started, there was only a handful of us. you know. Uh, right. It, it, it all started there you know we uh slowly started getting a truck and getting it together and getting things that we wanted and um my very first show was uh in Boyertown, pennsylvania okay uh bigfoot was supposed to be there they had issues and couldn't make it to the show so they called me and say hey can you go fill in for us i'm like yeah you know i never hit a car with my truck and i got a big truck six yeah. foot tires how bad can it be yeah, be see now of, you,
0: so this is an event you have to you have to actually go over cars yeah. and you've never done this no not at all are um, you thinking like i'm thinking it can't be that bad right see, see i would be thinking it's going to be i'm going to flip the thing i'm going to um, die but.
1: i'm thinking oh, i see these guys you know how back like the tires are six feet tall They're, right a you know, truck weighs fifteen thousand pounds i should easily be able to run into these cars it can't be that and it's only a little town carnival yeah it can't be that bad right um I was wrong, on many levels. Mm-hmm. I got there; it was about five thousand, seven thousand people wow. at the carnival. um I'm there with my big truck, and even though you're in a truck sitting twelve feet off the ground, a car looks like it's fifteen feet. Off yeah, the ground. right. It looked so massive. Yeah. And I remember rolling up to it and hitting it and putting the front tires on top of it. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And I backed off and then hit a little bit harder, and then the third time I actually hit the car and went over top of it, and then started driving around and crushing the cars and. That was the whole start of the whole thing, but you know, my mind—I'm thinking eh, it can't be that bad. And boy, mm-hmm. boy, was I wrong! That was—it was such an education that first
0: time. Um, but it was cool, you know, and it all started there. Well, before I advance, you have to—you have to correct your Wikipedia page. It says you're from Potsville on your Wikipedia page. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know I had a Wikipedia. page. Yeah, I know. I, that's how I do my major research um, sometimes. So. I, I got
1: a—I uh, was talking to somebody the one time and a, a sponsor. Back, you know, a million years ago, and they said, "Oh yeah, we saw your Wikipedia." I'm like, well, "What's Wikipedia?" Yeah. <laughs> and why do I have a page? <laughs> um, but it, it was kind of funny. That I,
0: means you've made it in today's society. If I ever got a Wikipedia page, I would go. A, a, I would go ballistic. Apparently, that's what they said. Yeah, you know, they—that's so uh, huge. You know, I was watching some of your videos online, and, and I watched that CBS Sunday Morning piece. I didn't realize really how big of business this is. I mean, huge. It, it's um, our when we had the Hot Wheels. Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um
1: They sold more Monster Jam trucks than Barbies, and Barbie is the king of toys. You know. Wow. Um, last year, the last full year, I drove four million people saw me live. Um, I've been, oh, uh, I've been in every state uh, uh, except for Hawaii. I've been in twenty-seven countries, um, been around the world, you know, a
0: bunch of times um, because of a big truck. What do, you, what do you think – I mean, it's – when you look at it, I mean, all sports, I guess, to, to some degree, are very primitive. But what is it that excites a crowd of seeing a truck just going and, <laughs> you know, jumping over cars? and um, It's re- really – not so much now because of the way the
1: sport is going with uh, field entertainment and everything taking mm-hmm. over. But before, it was all very organic. Um, when you – if you saw me or Dennis or Tom Mance, uh, and we we're arguing on TV or fighting on TV, it's cause that's what we were. We were mm. mad at each other. Um, we, you know, but we're all best friends, but you know, our Eagles are bigger than the trucks we drive. Sure. You know, so it's a lot of emotion in there. When we get out and do an interview, you can feel the, the raw emotion of the driver, which was so cool cause that's what made it more personable. When we say, you know, thanking the fans it's because it's the truth if it wasn't for them we'd have to have a real job mm-hmm. you know and when you, when you think about it somebody could spend they work everybody works hard for their money and twenty dollars or hundred dollars for a family is a, is a lot mm-hmm. and they can spend that money anywhere and if they're going to come and see you specifically you know you, they you, they deserve that personal attention and um i always treated everybody as if I, how i'd want my kids treated mm-hmm. you know if they have a question i wanted to answer i want somebody to make them hey thanks for coming to see us tap type of thing that personal um touch and i think that's one thing that made it so cool uh the second is just the truck you know fifteen hundred horsepower um six foot tall i mean things are mechanically amazing mm-hmm. um I, our building here is uh two hundred sixty by two hundred I and mean, we could take that truck and jump over top of the building and walk <laughs> away you know if you um if you look at a house i like get in school county uh a uh, a house, a two-story house, is like twenty-seven feet tall mm-hmm. to the roof. I could jump that with the truck.
0: Have you jumped something that high? Oh god, yeah, yeah. I, what's the feeling?
1: um Like when you're—it's more like you, when flying a plane. It's more like flying a plane than it is driving a truck. The tires are four outer rotating masses, four big gyros. So you can dictate how the truck works in the air by hitting the gas and hitting the brake, like jumping a, a motorcycle or a quad. Same so if you thing. hit the gas, it's and gonna the front to end comes shift. up. Okay, th- they hit the brakes, the front end dips. Um, if you're flying sideways and See, if you, uh, if you hit a jump and you go off camber, you can turn your front wheels and rear wheels and rock the throttle and do all kinds of stuff and actually corkscrew the truck a little bit. So it's more like flying than it is driving. Huh. And you really wouldn't think it, but it's No, something. That, not. The trucks are very big, but they're driven with finesse. And you really wouldn't put something that weighs 10,000 pounds and finesse in the same sentence.
0: Now, you know, I had this image of, you know, when we were younger, we set up a little ramp, and I got like two inches off the ground, mm-hmm. you know, like Napoleon Dynamite. I'm yeah. thinking like, Yeah. How how do you set up for something like that? I mean, how how do you get up to that big jump? Um,
1: Man, I'll tell you what. It's it's a long – I can teach you to drive the truck in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Not hard to learn to drive it. To learn how to do the crazy stuff takes seat time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter who anybody is or how much money you have. You can't buy seat time. You need to sit out there and try it, and you need to roll the truck to get to that point to see where that the balance point is. Of okay, I I could go this far, and then I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, And it actually all happens second nature. There's things I do in the truck that if I watch it on a video, I can't hear the motor doing the things, but I know as a driver. Yeah, I'm on the gas, off the gas, and it happens right. so fast. But it
0: It's just muscle memory, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and it, you can't hear it, but I know that it, I did it. Yeah, um, Rolling up and doing sky wheelies, I love doing sky wheelies on, off of cars where the truck is straight up and down, you know, the back of the truck maybe 10 feet off the ground, and it, it's just awesome being straight like that. And I, you're off the gas, on the gas, and doing all kinds of stuff, and listening to it, you can't hear the change. But as a driver, I know I was doing a change, and it just takes that much um, – stomp in the tire rotation to do things with the truck it's just has to come naturally if you got to think about it you're in trouble i can uh, i can drive well i drove a nascar at 183 miles an hour back for tnn um i've got a chance to do a lot of really cool stuff because of the monster trucks and um i'm actually going to big diamond on july 25th oh uh one of our uh, people we sponsor here at black rock um he has some uh some little 600 modified cars and he's been talking smack. So I'm going to, he ran at the track for Thursday night. So I'm Oh, gonna, you're going to go uh, lay, lay, on, lay down the smack? Yeah. I'm going to put my Batman helmet on. My, my little daughter, I have a, I have all my helmets and everything in, in my basement and my daughter picked out my, which one she wants me to wear. Oh, nice. So I'll be putting a Batman uniform on and my Batman world champion helmet and going out there and, uh,
0: now when you first down. started doing this, when you tell people you're going to be a monster truck, truck I mean, again... They it, laugh at you. Yeah, like, what I mean... <laughs> Big time. Okay. All right, John. Uh, what are you really doing in your life? I mean, is that kind of the question, or...? Um Yeah. I, I used to work at A&A
1: in Frackville a long okay. time ago when it first opened up. And I had... A, I, I wanted to... When I first saw monster trucks, I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I wanted to be part of it. And I would tell people that, which was pretty much a mistake, because I would get laughed at. Mm-hmm. And... Joe, will they be, oh, look at them guys, they're on TV and they got money and they got this and you can frack fill it. You know, you're from Schuylkill County, you can't do that. And um, is this, I can pretty much say what I want, right? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. cool right? So that's the biggest crock of shit out there. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't matter where you're from or if you have money or don't have money. If you have a dream or a will and a drive, you can make anything happen. Sure. Um, and I'm a prime example. I come from a big family with no money. I, my parents worked hard, I'm the oldest of six kids. And I'm a two-time world racing champion. You know, I graduated from Shenandoah. I I actually live in the house that I grew up in right now. I bought my grandparents' house. Oh, that's nice. Um, And it doesn't matter if you if you if you're from School County or our area. Everybody says you got to go to the city if you want to make anything. You go to New York, they say you got to get out of the city. You go to London, they say you got to go to New York. Everybody thinks you got to be someplace else. Yeah. And they don't really take the time to see what they have around here. Mm -hmm. Um, If I bet ninety percent of my interviews on TV. Uh, I always bragged about being from the coal region. Mm-hmm. Cuz I'm proud as hell to be from here. Yeah, I think we uh, all are. And that's know, kind of the theme, you know, that's why I do this. Yeah, I mean there is so you, you I I've been around the world and I there's good and bad everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's what you make of it. And there's a lot less evils around here. You know, where can you go and, and I mean, I be mean, half people who listen don't even know that 2 miles from here there is waterfalls that are just beautiful that are uh, just amazing. You know, um it, it's the ethics of the people around here, the work ethics, is phenomenal. Um, well, most of the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's... The 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 caring. You know, you, you have a fire or somebody's down and out, and there's everybody mm-hmm. reaching out to help them. You don't find it everywhere. And, you know, and I'm proud to be from here. I'm proud of, of the heritage that the coal region has. And I always bragged about that on, on TV. And um, when I go and vi- visit schools and give talks and seminars and stuff, that's one thing I always bring up about... Um, be proud of who you are, proud of where you come from. And don't let somebody say you can't do it. I mean, you can, if you want to do it hard enough and you want it bad enough, you don't have to be someplace else.
0: Yeah. I think that's kind of a phenomenon really across the world. I mean, I have family in Italy and they live in a small town and they always want to get out of their small town in Italy. You know, I have friends who live near New York. They want to get out of their small town. So Mm -hmm. it just kind of is phenomenon. You you feel like you have to move. And and sometimes, you know, a job takes you there and there's, there's, Great places all around the world. It's yeah, just, there's, there was you know,
1: opportunities definitely in different yeah. places, but um, I don't think you need to be someplace else to be what you want to be. Mm-hmm. I, What's that saying? Everywhere you go, there you are. So yeah, yeah. You know, the grass isn't always greener. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I and there's a if you look, if you look around and your podcast is a, a prime example. Which one thing that I love listening to? I mean, there's so many cool things around mm-hmm. here that people have no clue. And, yeah, and there's so many phenomenal athletes and stars in their businesses and uh you know mrs t's and i mean they're yingling they're, it goes there's on so and on many it people. goes on
0: and on and and, right. and even when i'm doing the research i'm always blown away I'm like oh geez i i didn't know that was it's almost like the the six you know six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I mean, yeah. somehow you could you could really because you know, you think fifty years ago that the Northeast, the coal region, was kind of the epicenter of of America in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So of course things are going to start here and maybe have roots here. Yeah, and people don't realize it. Like, mm-hmm. and it that's one thing I, I admire about
1: your cast is you find these things, which is so cool. That mm-hmm. well, thank you. I, I think people need to have pride of the area and pride of where they come from because there is a lot of good around here. Absolutely.
0: Now. The roof walk. This is yeah. your move. So you you, you 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 get on top of the car as it's moving? Yeah,
1: we have a thing on, on the truck's called an RAI. It's a remote ignition interrupter. Um, basically from anywhere in a stadium, the truck can be shut off by remote control. So when you're driving in a truck, you're strapped in with a five point harness and now we have containment seats where they're custom made for the drivers. And you're looking through a, a helmet. So um, you do really don't have you don't have much vision. Um, so as people are the stadium, they have these remote control shut offs. So if somebody got someplace they're not supposed to be, if the truck got out of control, if you got hurt, uh, for what or for any reason, they felt the need that they had to shut the truck off. Boom, you hit it by remote control and shuts it off. Uh, I had this idea of, you know, being an idiot. I thought well, this might, might be kind of cool. You know, put the truck in first gear, and the big fifteen hundred horsepower engine has a real big lobe on it, and uh-huh. it would go by itself. Well, I crawled out the window and i stood on the roof of the truck and i was waving to the fans as we would go down in front of the grandstands and then i would point back at the motor and wave my hands like to shut it off and magically the truck would shut off you know um and that turned out to be a pretty cool thing and people really, really so that's kind of like your signature move yeah yeah i was doing it and tom mince was doing it. tom used to drive a uh, monster patrol and he had a wing on the back so he would climb on the back of the wing and do the same thing off the back of the wing and i would, oh, nice. I, would I would do it on the hood of the truck um back in the day bigfoot did it they uh uh, I remember seeing Jim Cramer with Bigfoot Five with the ten foot tall tires. He would mm-hmm. hold on to the tire, and the tire would pull him up to the top, and he would get off and walk on the tire oh, as the truck oh, was that's going. Cool. Yeah, everybody, you, you kind of make your own little niche. Sure, you know. But that—that that was kind of one of the things I was—I was known for. Now, is
0: it like uh, again? I actually never went to one. I might have went to one when I was younger. I mean, is it—is it a little bit like a like wrestling, like a WWF or something, um, or like? I would say. Uh, Bec- not,
1: not, I wouldn't say really wrestling, but um, it, now it's more with Feld. The, there's a lot. Of, like, the, the way it works is you have a truck, and there's uh, a dozen promoters in the country. Uh-huh. So you know, promoter would call you and say, "Hey, I have a, a show here. I want you to race and freestyle on Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it may be." And you would negotiate your price, and you go. Um, the more popular you are, the more money you're worth because it's about more about putting butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it kinda, that's kind of how it, how it works, right? Uh, you would go to a show, you would do um, racing, you know, and then after the racing is done and stuff, and they might have they have filler acts in there to try sure. to give trucks a chance to cool, to cool down. Um, if, you ha- if you broke your truck, give you have a little bit of time to work on it, and then they would have freestyle where you would have uh, 90, minute, 90 seconds or two minutes, whatever it may be, to go out and just show off and do what it takes to get the fans. Happy and jumping up and down. So, yeah.
0: So, like, it's n- – I mean, there's, like, a scoring system, right? Oh, yeah. It's not just, like, you're going on there and jumping over cars. Uh, like, no, there's a scoring system. Yeah. And
1: and that was – one I, uh, one thing I liked, I, I'm uh, a two-time world racing champion. Mm-hmm. And I won that in Vegas, which was very black and white. You, if you won, you go to the next round. If you don't, you park. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Um, doesn't matter who your favorite truck is. doesn't matter what color your truck is or who your favorite driver is. It's very black and white. When it, came, it comes to freestyle, there's judges. And depending on who's judging, they always have your. It's like ice skating. You, yeah, I was going to say so. Nobody makes the French judge happy. Right. You know, so I, I was racing, I was doing freestyle in Maryland against Gravedigger, and I got two tens with 10's perfect score and a two. Hmm. You know, how do you get two tens and a two? <laughs> and Dennis with Gravedigger blew his transmission coming out of the tunnel, and he got 10, 10, 10. I'm like, really?
0: you know what what is it uh, about grave like is that just well, like well dennis is cool uh-huh dennis, he's a cool dude he's got his own diner too right yeah yeah right, right down there by his house yeah. and
1: uh, um he's a cool dude he he his truck has the the mystique of the skulls and crossbones mm-hmm. and stuff on it and what's funny like back in the day when you when you owned your own truck if you're an independent when you got your name on the gravedigger tombstone it was like a a, a badge of glory you know, like
0: grave tombstones, like people who driven grave No,
1: they have tombstones on 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 the, the paint scheme of the truck. Oh. so they have other trucks' names. Oh, on Oh, okay, okay. So, um, you know, when you if you if your name was on a truck, yeah, that means you were a threat. You know, did you, uh, did you get your name on? Oh, sure? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. nice. Actually, my first time, I the first year, I won the world championship. It was Dennis's twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Um, and it came down to him and I in the finals, and I
0: took it away from him with the bat. With Batman, Batman. Yeah. So. Who drives Batman now? That's that's off the circuit. Okay, so you know I, I keep thinking back to like um, you know Castaway. I mean, like where he he has like this affinity for you know love for the for Wilson. You know, the, yeah, the, Wilson. The, is that how it is with a truck? I mean, it's like an inanimate object, but are you, do you fall in love with the truck? Um, yeah, yeah, you, you can. Um, that's
1: one thing that's cool too. Like if you went to a show, there was something for everybody. You know, if if you like the mechanics of how do you make this truck work? Mm-hmm. How's this thing holding up? How are you walking after backflipping a ten thousand pound truck? Um, or boy, that body looks so cool. The paint scheme, the noise—there is something for everybody to be wild over, one way or another. Um, each truck has its own personality. You can build ten trucks in a row, and each ten are going to act differently. And then you could put ten different drivers in each truck, and each driver is going to make it work differently. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot, lot too, a lot more than you would think. It's not just a very um, ABC type of thing. Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of different body the Batman body was cool. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. It was $18,000 for the body uh, So if I was upside down before I even hit the ground my phone was ringing. What did you do to that body? <laughs> you know
0: now in your prime like how many hours were you training a day?
1: Um training as in working out like not, not so much uh, like
0: anything training working out like driving. I mean
1: uh, when I first started I did it myself So I worked on a truck uh worked in the shop did the contracts did all the marketing did the website stuff drove the tractor trailer went to the show did all, all those things and um and came home you know it was like oh, and my friends that would stop in the shop and help out and everything but sure it was a, a one-man circus in the beginning now near the end of it uh we would fly in and fly out i'd go to drive to the allentown hop on my plane um get to where i got to be you know the we had people that take us to our meet and greets and all that sure. stuff put me back in a plane and ship me home um but it, it, it changed a lot over the years, the years of us going down the road by ourselves
0: to now you have. And now when you were driving, did you drive like five hours a day, just like going over stuff or?
1: Uh, you mean practicing? Like, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it The truck costs so much money. Um, it was a lot of on-the-job training.
0: Oh, so you get to the event, right. and that's kind of like yeah, if, where you're learning? Yeah. Wow. If
1: you if we did something, like I, um, we were the first one to put bypass shocks next to coils on our trucks. So you had coil spring, and then you had these bi- external yeah. bypass shocks. In. um when I first did that, we put cars out back, and we just jump in a truck, testing that out and stuff. If you did something, you would test it, but you really wouldn't take it out and play with it. Uh, you know, the motors are 1,500 horsepower, $40,000 mm-hmm. motors, so you really don't take it out and go for a joyride sure. and stuff like that.
0: When, was that. when was that moment where you realized, like, okay, I can, I, I can make this work? I Because mean, I imagine when you first started, you probably weren't making a lot of money, right? No. No, not at all. And there was probably a time where you're thinking, all right, maybe I got to go get on quote unquote real job. I, um,
1: I would do in between things. You know, I'm trying to, you know, make sure you give your kids Christmas and all sure. that stuff. So it, when I was home, I would do whatever it would take. You know, help for work for friends or mm-hmm. in between racing and stuff. Um, and then it got to the point where it was this. It consumed every aspect of my life. It, you're so busy, and uh, we were the first bigfoot was the first one and we were second ones to have a website mm-hmm. um i would get on every i was the first one with a chat room i would go on every Wednesday night and talk to the fans and wow. um yeah and it was cool i mean it was the fans is what made the whole thing yeah because
0: I, I mean just from the, uh, you know what little research i did i mean you're kind of like a god in, in 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 this you know in the monster truck uh world i mean i mean you and uh, some you know some other drivers i mean that's that's a great feeling
1: yeah it's it's cool um there there's videos, um it was actually one that I, I camp up in Sunbury and uh we were sitting around a campfire last week and um a friend asked me, you know, the people want to know how you know, how'd you get started on this stuff and i just out of the blue. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then we started talking and um there's so many cool things that I was able to be part of mm-hmm. which I'm I'm honored for and um I said here here's an I said here's an example and I pulled this video up that was made for me with uh um, I'm good friends with the band Three Doors Down. Oh yeah, um, those guys are awesome, and they have a song called "Let Me Let Me Be Myself." Uh huh. Um, and it was a video made for me for, with the Batman truck.
0: Oh, I think I that saw song. that. Yeah.
1: You know, and I can't watch it without getting tears in my eyes. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it, it kind of fits the whole thing. So, sure. Um, she's this uh this girl Steph saw it, and I, I showed it to her, and then I posted it on her web her Facebook page, and um. Yeah, it's kind of what it's all about. You know, that video is about giving back, and um, I'd I'd be on the road for three months at a time. So instead of just kind of hanging out in the back of a parking lot someplace waiting for the next venue, uh, a mother one time in Houston asked me, said her son was a fan of mine, is there any way I could go to the hospital and visit him? So I called the promoter and told him I was going to do this, and that turned into every week I was going to hospitals and visiting kids, and that turned into everybody going to the hospitals and visiting kids. Right. in the midst of all, all that stuff, uh, that's what we would do. And, and it was cool cause you get to see these kids and try to brighten their day up. And I got to the point where some of the people I was visiting were in the terminal wards and, uh, it's pretty emotional. You I know, like you, uh, having somebody say like you're make a wish, like you're their wish. They want to meet you and they want to hang out with you. is pretty surreal. Yeah. That's
0: pretty humbling. I imagine um, too.
1: I, there's things called beads of courage mm-hmm. and, uh, every, the kids would have these in the hospital. So every time they went through another operation or another milestone, you get these beads and these beads mean something. Mm-hmm. And I have my own ones with my name on it and stuff. And, uh, I was in Denver, uh, at a children's hospital and a mother came down and she's like, man, my son's a big fan. Um, he's dying. You know, actually the whole, the whole story, long story short, the kid had about two more weeks yeah. go, and he was going to pass away. And, um, he wasn't able to leave his room, so I walked up and she was worried about security guards, you know, yelling at me. I'm like I'm going, there. I don't care if they, <laughs> what they're gonna do, how bad are they gonna yell at me? And this is more important. And uh, we got up there, and I was talking to kid, and he asked to be buried with my beads on. Oh, you know, and like, and uh, the more I visit the hospitals, the more I got to know everybody, the more I was able to do the terminal stuff and all, um, which was real surreal. You know, what do you what do you say? Like people are coming to you know, that type of stuff. And, you it's yeah. so heart wrenching just because you drive a big truck, you know, or yeah, people connect uh, with them. I, I mean, it's with. just amazing. Like there's so many, I thank God every day for all that stuff. Sure. I mean, I'm by no means the same, but you know, I, when I wake up and before I go to bed, I say my prayers and I thank God for those opportunities. because it's, it's things that people can't even comprehend of, you know, or being in front of 60, 70, 80,000 people yeah, screaming, you know,
0: it's, it's amazing. It, it really is. So, what are you doing today with, uh, you're retired, I imagine, right? Um, From the...
1: Part-time, I would say. Okay. Um, I have an opportunity to go to China and Australia. Um, and I was really thinking about it, but then I, I got hurt pretty bad in February my leg. And so I kind of took that out of the equation mm-hmm. until that gets healed. Um, but right now we, we opened up a shop in Trackville. It's called Black Rock Trucks and Equipment. It's out by the fire school. Mm-hmm. Big 12,000 f- square foot facility. And uh, we do inspections and repairs. But what's really cool is we do a lot of custom builds. Um, we we do a lot of work with Bob Weavers in Pottsville. We'll take a new vehicle, one of the new Jeeps or trucks, and they'll give us a budget, and we'll jack it up and customize it. Uh, and we have a really good rapport with them guys, and that's that's a lot of fun to do. Um, and it's that's getting bigger and bigger every day too. So that's, that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, and we do a lot of people come in and say, hey, you know, can you customize this for us or that? And right, you know, and being in the monster truck world my whole life, I have a lot of connections with different. Dealers and reps, sure. And so we have we're pretty knowledgeable when it comes to all that. Um, That's great. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun.
0: It, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's a nice transition from what you were doing. To yeah,
1: you know, and and everybody here is always like, you need to put more stuff here. So I, now, if you look at my office, I kind of have some posters up. Yeah, do you have uh, the trophy? Uh, not yet. Okay. I have when we uh, the last year I won. We, it was last year we were able to keep our thrones. We have these big custom made thrones out of aluminum. Um, there are our chairs and every driver kept the one you won so i have two of them and we're gonna bring them out here as soon as i get a chance because everybody here's like yeah I'll get them out there so people could see yeah him. and i think it'd be kind of cool too oh, yeah, fans absolutely. can consider them get pictures taken but yeah. uh um and then when i bring them out i'm gonna bring the two trophies out the world championship trophies and You should stuff,
0: do a santa claus night where he sits in the throne
1: i was gonna do that last year um we were gonna do it, but I, I didn't i thought of it too late Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do it half ass. Yeah, because um, I want to have a catered. I want to make it where, for the kids. And yeah, sure. I want to do it right. So I'm thinking this year I'm going to plan a little bit ahead of time. But we're going to have Santa Claus out here for the kids. And oh, that'd be cool. The kids sitting the thrones and with Santa Claus
0: and everything. Great. Well, John, thank you so much. Um, I'm sure our listeners are going to appreciate this, especially uh, since I mean <laughs> they might know more than I know, but uh, I'll definitely post some uh, links to the videos and everything like that. And yeah, uh, sorry I for getting off on that. tangents. I get, I have, there's so many stories. No, that's okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me.